Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, and I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe BetterHelp is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MakeYourBed. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Today, I want to talk about the concept of climate anger, and I will be adapting today's script from an article from The Atlantic, which is linked in the show notes if you want to check that out in its entirety. Usually, when we talk about climate change, we start by fear baiting with all of the alarming statistics and a quick rundown of the last climate disaster. But I think we're beyond that part. Most of us really do get it. We understand with our rational minds that the climate is changing for the worst, and we can feel that it is changing. In fact, there was a poll conducted by Yale and George Mason University, where in September, researchers found that 70% of Americans are worried about climate change, and 47% describe themselves as angry about it. And I've personally found myself in both of those groups. But I also have parts of me that are still planted in the hopeful and optimistic sides. But honestly, most climate news makes me feel a lot of bad feelings, like guilt for my part in heating the planet, and grief for what we have lost and what we will lose in the future, and fear about the future, and true deep anger at the selfish, greedy decisions made by the powerful few who refuse to acknowledge the mess that they've put so many in. And I think that anger is important because we have to remember that those corporations who are participating in this are participating in violence because most people who suffer from the hands of bad climate decisions are not those who are creating them or benefiting from them at all. And I think it's important to remember that 
and to stay angry. Because while fear can be a powerful deterrent from doing things, anger can be the most powerful catalyst. Because anger does motivate us to take action and change shit. So when I find myself in the depths of despair with the climate crisis, I focus on self-care and patience and seeking out hope and optimism from people doing the work. But when the anger comes, that's a really great time to get active. As Mary Hegler, an essayist and co-host of the podcast Hot Take, said, it could be really powerful to channel the fire towards writing and podcasts and sharing vital information about what's really responsible for the mess that we find ourselves in. And it's not your daily commute or your annual vacation. It's the fossil fuel companies and the politicians who have served them. She says you've got to be petty, even if that means replying to inane greenwashing tweets from fossil fuel companies. And as Dekila Chunyalpa, the director of the LOCA Initiative at the University of Wisconsin at Madison, said, There is such a thing as righteous anger, because that's not about you and your personal ego. It really is the anger you're feeling on the behalf of the vulnerable. That kind of anger can galvanize and create things, she says. And the trick is to figure out how to direct it in a way that is productive. So if you ruminate on your anger without doing anything, it can make you snappish and irritable with those you love. It starts to boil inside of you and fester. It needs an outlet. And what better outlet than activism and advocacy? Anger is a powerful catalyst to inspire us to show up and do the work. When we join a climate-focused organization or push for climate action at our workplace or our church or our schools or we donate our time or our money or we do collective work, it not only helps with the guilt, but it also alchemizes all of that festering fear and anger and sadness into hope and productive action. But it really comes from collective actions, because they're not only more effective at stopping climate change than reducing our own personal emissions or contributions, but they place us in a community with others who share these really complex and nuanced feelings. And this doesn't mean you have to make activism your identity. You don't have to be a hardcore protester where signs and bumper stickers become part of your everyday. But there are ways to use your current skills where you're at to support climate justice now. By understanding what you're good at and what you're not good at, you can start to see where you would fit into the collective that already exists around you. Because even if you can't do the work, you can care for the people who can or who are, and that in itself is supporting climate justice. But we must remember that though anger is a powerful catalyst to be directed outward in the form of action, it can still singe the source. People engaged in climate work also need to do the internal strategies for dealing with anger and other intense emotions through more sophisticated forms of self-care, like calming our nervous system and keeping ourselves physically healthy and well-rested, and taking time out with tools such as meditation and exercise and outdoor activities. Coping with eco-anxiety and climate grief is something that we all kind of experience, but on an internal level. So by being able to spend time outdoors in the very ecosystems that you're most worried about can be really grounding and cathartic and healing, and ideally remind us that the source of our greatest suffering can actually become the source of our greatest strengths. Because even when we have rage that is rational and justified like it is, it's important to get that rage out in healthy ways so that they don't weigh on us. 
it will feel lighter once you learn how to enjoy these internal strategies that work for you so that you can remember that this ambient anxiety that you feel is manageable. And if it makes you more angry that you have to be responsible for managing something you shouldn't have to deal with, good. Let that anger fuel your action. But never forget that you can't live and thrive on rage alone. Learning to accept joy when it comes and embrace hope when it's there and enjoy that shit without a particle of guilt is a really crucial way to re-energize us so that we can take action when we are feeling angry. I think the point is that we don't really need optimism or hope to keep showing up for climate work. We can do it out of pure spite if we need to so that we can learn to use that anger as our fuel to keep fucking going rather than the anger becoming where we stop. Either way, I really do love you so fucking much. I think you're magic. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.